0: What's up guys, Combat Addict here. Welcome to another edition of the Combat Review. I feel like we're going to have a really short show this week. There really hasn't been anything going on because, as you guys know, there's like three weeks where there are no fights. No fights at all. I hope everybody enjoyed their holidays. Um, but there's not much happening. There's uh, a bit of news we're going to talk about. First thing I want to talk about is how crazy Mike Perry is. Mike Perry is an absolute maniac. And um, it's not surprising, man. It's not surprising anymore. yeah so for those of you who didn't get to see that that's a video of mike perry um having i don't know kicked the glass door and broken it cut his foot or his leg up and he's bleeding all over the floor now everybody's talking about how disturbing Disturbing this video is and I'm gonna be straight with you. I didn't find this video particularly disturbing. I found it particularly Mike Perry. This is one of the most Mike Perry things I have ever seen. I mean Nobody Nobody was doing anything said anything and Mike Perry comes at us with a leg covered in blood. That is so Mike Perry No one would have seen that coming. I didn't see that coming. Well, am I surprised? No, Mike Perry. This is the same guy who who knocked out an old man at a bar. Okay, this is this is Mike Perry we're talking about here. This is the same guy who drove his car to his mother's house and waited in the driveway for his ex his ex-wife. Okay, this is this is, this is Mike Perry. This is what he does. He does stuff like this. The amount of blood that I saw maybe that's what is so disturbing about it but i kind of thought about it like um we already see so much blood in the octagon that that's like the amount of blood it's just like it's just like a it's just a bit more of what we already see all the time you know what i mean so i wasn't like super disturbed by it yeah i was a little bit gross to see all that blood on the ground but you know It is what it is. Like, that's what happens when you kick glass. In any case, man, I can't even stress how, like, I I don't even know what to say about Mike Perry anymore. I used to say that I'm worried about Mike Perry. Now I've just accepted that he is, he is what, I, I, I just, I just accept that he is what he is, man. It is what it is. And he's on Twitter tweeting all kinds of all kinds of ish. He's on Twitter tweeting, no matter what I do, it's never enough so I act out happy to spill my own blood. And people are responding to him in tweets saying, man, please reach out to a family member, a friend, anyone you trust. You're going through some shit and you have to get it out without doing stuff like this. Please get help, please. If you stop torturing yourself by reading comments, it might help bring you to that happy space. These are the things that people are saying. And um, on that note, actually, I've noticed that there are, are a lot of fighters who read like all the comments and all the tweets or all the negative tweets that they get from people. Like, Megan Anderson, Michael Bisbing, Jessica Rose Clark, you go on their Twitters, and they respond to haters regularly. Um, And I don't know if that's just, like, a fighter thing. Like, if fighters just have such a big ego that, like, they have to read and respond to everything that they see on Twitter. But, like, I saw Megan Anderson respond to a tweet the other day that was talking about how much she plays video games or something like that. And she was like, she was like, oh my God, I swear. It's like, you guys want me to sit at home and do nothing like with my free time. Let me play my video games. (laughs) She's like responding to this random dude on Twitter who has beef with her, with her practice outside of training. And it's just like, why are you even, like, giving that the time of day? It doesn't make any sense to me. I want to find the actual tweet so I can read it to you. Because, it's, I mean, it, it sounds ridiculous when I say it. But Jessica Rose Clark does the same thing. She really respond. I, I, I unfollowed Jessica Rose Clark for this reason. Yeah. Like, there's a bit. There's, okay, so there's... There's a tweet, let me show you this tweet. I'll show it to you. This guy goes, go train. You literally about to fight the baddest bitch on earth and you worried about video games. This is some random dude that nobody cares about and Megan Anderson is like, bro, it's 11 p.m. at night. Like I swear all you want me to do is sit and face a wall and do nothing with my spare time. Megan, why are you even answering this guy? Like does anybody else find that particularly odd that she would even give this dude the time of day? It makes no sense to me. It makes absolutely no sense. But it's this thing that I noticed that fighters fighters tend to do. Even Michael Bisbing, Michael Bisbing, like a former UFC champion responds to people on Twitter. And it's just like, what? Like why? Are you... And they're not even like clever responses a lot of the times. It's just like you're just a loser, mate, like, maybe if you didn't spend so much of your time ragging on people like me, you'd have more friends, or something like that, like, he just, like, he responds in, like, ways that, that aren't even quippy, they're just, like, I don't even know what's the word, like, preachy, Let me see if I can find one. Then again, you know what? It, it appears that Mike responds to pretty much every tweet. He's responded to a lot of tweets that are just like positive and not negative. So maybe I should stop talking talking trash about, about Mike. But my point is, it's just like they, they really feed into this negativity. And Mike Perry, I think, is one of these people who... Um, who buys into the negativity. In any case, man, if that's what's making him do all this crazy stuff, then um, he needs to stop reading comments. But I really... I really don't even... I don't even know what to say about Mike Perry anymore. Like, I'm... I'm not even worried about Mike Perry anymore. I've just accepted that he's a maniac and will just, like, get hurt and hurt people from time to time. He's just, like, Mike Perry is, like, a wild chimpanzee. Like, he's just, like, a wild animal out in public. Like, just leave him alone. If you mess around with him, he may rip your face off. And... He doesn't know what the hell's going on, so he may just run into some stuff every once in a while and get himself in trouble, get himself hurt. But he's just a wild animal. Speaking of Twitter and and just people on it, Henry Cejudo, Henry Cejudo has been talking. Contra o Henry Seguro É um cara que fala muito e eu estou feliz. This. Eu quero iniciar aí o ano de 2021 lutando pelo cinturão he he to start fighting fighting for the BMF. Ele diz que quer iniciar o ano de 2021 lutando pelo cinturão BMF. É um Zubiro. cara é is que Davidson fala Figueredo muito. E eu estou pronto para parar, para fechar a boca desse cara e eu não vejo a hora de acontecer he he essa luta. Ele diz que quer iniciar o ano 2021 lutando pelo cinturão BMF. Tô preparado e quero essa luta. Yeah. Muito feliz. That was Davidson Figueroa. That was Davidson Figueiredo talking, right? Henry Cejudo is like, yo, Dana, I'm really trying to enjoy my retirement, but your bum fighter of the year can't get my name out of his mouth. Even though he has that smelly belt, he knows who the best in the world is. I just want to know where he got that kush from. Right? Now, look, Henry Cejudo. I've said this before, is like is like that tease that you meet at a party. Okay, it's like that girl or that guy who's like a nine point five, talks to you all night, all night. You know, gives you the eyes just like eye bangs you, makes you think that, you know, they're really interested, and then at the end of the night, goes home by themselves. That's what Henrik Cejudo is. He's just a tease. He's a massive tease, all right. Because I already know for a fact that he's talking about enjoying his retirement and and, you know, I might have to come back and whoop Davis and Figueredo and blah, 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 blah. But I already know that that's not going to happen. He's not going to do that. He talks like he's about that life, but he's not about it anymore, man. He literally is just talking trash about every fighter that he possibly can in and around his division, but not committing to fight any of them. Not a single one. And it's frustrating. It's frustrating, man. I remember Henry was literally talking trash about Sean O'Malley at one time. That didn't even make any sense. Sean isn't even ranked. And Henry Cejudo was talking trash about Sean. Henry Cejudo literally had internet beef with Cody Garbrandt like three weeks ago. Pure, like, on... Like, i am telling you right now. Easy, easy, easy fight right there that everyone would want to see. He's talking trash about Cody Garbrandt. Talking about whooping his ass and all that. And when Cody's like, alright, let's do it. Like, let's actually fight. I actually want to fight you. Henry Cejudo's like, nah, man, I only fight for gold. I only fight for championships. Sorry. And backs out. And I'm like, look, man, if you're going to do that, just don't talk trash in the first place. If you're going to do that, just keep your mouth closed. Don't get my hopes up and make me think that you're going to fight Cody Garbrandt and then back out. That's lame as hell. That makes me so sad. And that's a good fight. I would love to watch that fight. I think Henry wins that fight. Yeah, I think Henry wins that fight. But still, I would love to see it go down. I think that Henry, I mean, Henry was a, a, I think he had a, uh, was it a golden gloves or a bronze, bronze gloves boxing champion? So he's got hands. We already know he, he he beat Demetrius Johnson, arguably like the, the greatest mixed martial artist of all time. So I think he could hang and strike with Cody Garbrandt. I don't think he would you know have too much trouble with that. And even if the striking didn't work, I, I think that Henry could work in enough takedowns to to win that fight. But he's just like he's just teasing everybody now, man. And the thing about it that's sad is it's like he only has so many years to fight. So for him to just like, I'm retired now and I'm not fighting at all. It's like he's wasting his time, you know. That's how I feel about it. Like he's wasting the years of of glory and awesomeness that he could have. Like by the time that they're willing to pay him what he wants to be paid, it could be like a year and a half from now. He, he could be missing out on like a third of his prime just because of just because of, I don't know, money, I guess. <sighs> I guess money is the reason. Hamza Chimaev caught coronavirus. Now, there are some fights that just don't happen and, and a notable fight that just didn't happen and will never happen is Tony versus Habib, okay? That fight was cursed, okay? They put that fight together five times, and it fell through every time. I don't know... what forces in the universe decided that that fight could never happen, but that is like an insane set of coincidences to put a fight together that many times and for it to fall through that many times. I think we've got a a, a round two of that here with Leon Edwards and Hamza Chimaev. Because Leon Edwards, it's almost like he's bad luck or something. Leon Edwards hadn't fought for like a year and a half. He finally gets a fight set up for, what was it, December 19th? Then he gets coronavirus. Loses 12 pounds. Hamza ops to wait for Leon now Hamzat got coronavirus and this fight that was supposed to happen on what was it January 20th now it can't go down and it's like okay that's the second time this fight has been delayed like it's gonna happen probably a month and a half from now maybe two months from now right What if this is just another one of those fights that just doesn't happen? What if this is cursed fight number two? What if the Hams? What if every Habib or Hamza or whatever or you know whatever whatever starts with a K but isn't pronounced? What if one of them or one fight of uh, that each of them has just never happens? What if that's like a like a curse, just for anybody with a with a silent K in their name? They got one fight that just never goes down. Because I think it's so funny that like these guys caught coronavirus one month apart. What's interesting, though, is that Hamza was willing to wait for Leon. But Leon was like, no. No, thank you. Hamza was willing to wait for Leon, but Leon was not willing to wait. Leon actually was calling for Masvidal to fight. Leon was calling for anybody to fight. Leon wanted the fight to go forward. But the UFC said no. Because they got their boy Hamza to fight and he needs to fight somebody. I think it would have been unfair for Leon to go forward and fight on the 20th because Hamza could have fought Could have fought Kevin Holland, but didn't. He waited. He waited for you, Leon, so don't snake him like that. When you had Corona, he didn't do you dirty. Right? Now he's got Corona, you're just going to ride off into the sunset for a fight? That's not right. You got to wait for him. But I truly do feel bad for Leon Edwards. I feel bad for Leon. Because this is like... <laughs> by the time he actually has this fight, it, it will almost have been two years <laughs> since he fought somebody. I think his last fight was like July of 2019 or something like that. Like it's been a long time. Hopefully, Hamza gets better, though. They're talking like his lungs haven't really recovered the way that they should have. That's what they're saying. Now, in other news... Um, Ben Askren is fighting Jake Paul in March. Now, I should have found a video of that first. Now Um, how do I put this? How do I put this? While Jake Paul is not, you know, at the caliber of of Valentina Shevchenko or something like that with his striking, one thing I want to point out, is that if there was ever an MMA fighter to bring into the boxing ring. If there was ever an MMA fighter to get their ass whooped in a boxing match by Jake Paul. It'd be Ben Askren. It'd be Ben. Ben is the one who would lose. Alright? Alright? Ben can't strike, man. He can't strike. I've seen him try to try to throw punches and he just looks clumsy. If you're if you're watching this on YouTube, you're seeing the videos of what I'm talking about. He looks awkward, man. I mean, Max Holloway is always talking about the daddest man on the planet. But let's be straight here. If there was ever a man in the UFC to fight like a dad, it's Ben Askren. Ben Askren fights like a dad, bro. And my point is simply this. Jake Paul actually trains boxing like every day. He does two-a-days. He's been doing two-a-days for like a year. He's been training boxing for like three years. Okay? Ben Askren is a wrestler. He's not going to beat Jake Paul. (laughs) I'm so serious. This may be an unpopular opinion, but I'm so serious. I actually think that Jake Paul is going to whoop his ass like he might actually knock him out Ben Askren is old Ben Askren is an inexperienced striker and Ben Askren has not had as much training intensive training I would say in pure boxing recently as 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 Jake Paul has That's facts I don't know why Ben took this fight. Actually, I do know why Ben took this fight. Ben thinks Oh my god, let me see if I can find this for you. Ben thinks that uh Actually, no.
1: Let's just hear it from Ben himself. Let Ben tell you. Yes, Mr. Jake Paul, I do accept. I know you called me out after your last fight against that bum Nate Robinson, and listen, it's a pretty simple choice. I'm going to make a whole bunch of money to beat up a guy who is pretending to be an athlete, because at the end of the day, that's that's what you're doing. And I know you may think I do not have too many stamp skills, but also at the end, of the day, I don't really need to. Okay, I'm a world class athlete. I've won NCAA titles. I've been to the Olympics. I want belts in multiple mixed martial arts organizations. And quite frankly, I am impressed that you've deluded yourself into thinking you are actually a fighter. That you are really tough. That you can really box. It's quite impressive that beating up another YouTuber and beating up a boxer who looked like he'd never been in the ring before makes you somehow good at boxing. Because it doesn't. So yes, Jake, I accept. I will see you March 28th in Los Angeles. And I...
0: Okay, listen. I'm going to say this again, man. I I don't think that Ben, like, I don't, look, I understand that Ben Askren has won martial arts tournaments and multiple martial arts tournaments, okay? I get that. But he hasn't won pure striking. Pure striking? Like, flat. No. 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 I've seen Ben Askren throw a punch, and I've seen Jake Paul throw a punch. And Ben Askren looks worse. I'm sorry. He just doesn't look as good. He doesn't look as good. I mean, <laughs> hey, you, you, you kind of hope that the guy wins, but there's such, like, an arrogance to him with respect to, like, his belief in his striking ability that you're almost like, if you lose, I'm not going to feel bad for you cuz you should have known better than to get involved. No, man. No, man. Jake, look. Jake Paul, what do you what whatever you want to say about Jake Paul. Okay? I don't like Jake Paul. I don't dislike Jake Paul. I enjoy Jake Paul. <laughs> and l- hear me out. When I say I enjoy <laughs> Jake Paul, I mean that I enjoy his existence as a phenomena that I can watch and- and just behold in its- in its- in its outrageousness. He is such a- a, a, abject douche at times, and, like, I guess the bad guy that it's just entertaining. Like, the fact that he sells clip art for sums of millions and millions of dollars and gets away with it. For, there's something about watching someone do that that it's, like, entertaining to me. The fact that he's he's setting, you know, things on fire in his backyard, almost burning down neighborhoods... Um. And then going into rings and knocking people unconscious. There's something about that that is so entertaining. It's like, this is, he is the perfect bad guy. You can't even, like, you couldn't even say, I want somebody to kick his ass. Because he probably kicked their ass. And it's like, to me, that's just amazing to watch. It's like, it's just great, and I imagine that he's just young and misguided, and uh, also has questionable uh, morals with respect to some of the financial schemes he sort of come up with. The ones that I know about, and the the way that he markets to the children, there's some serious like, moral ambiguity in his life and in his head, and I think that he deludes himself into thinking that, you know, none of those things that he does are really bad when they are. Um, So that, that stuff, obviously, I don't like because it's wrong. But, um... He's just entertaining. And what I will say is that he's taken this fighting thing seriously. If Ben Askren thinks he's gonna go in there... Throwing punches like this and beat Jake Paul, he's got another thing coming. Like, Ben Askren is going to need to actually polish his striking fundamentals. And he's only got, like, three months to do it. He's got, like, three months to get his striking to where it needs to be. He was retired up until, like, a month ago. And Jake Paul has literally been training for, like, three years i'm telling you right now i just i just feel like i just know like i just feel and know that jake paul is not going to lose this fight like ben Askren's not going to win this fight with his striking i just don't believe it i just don't believe it i don't know if jake paul is really tough i think that you could break jake paul pretty easily I think if you got somebody in there who really knew how to throw body shots, who really know how to defend, you could break him. You could make him not want to fight anymore. That I believe. But I don't think that Jake Paul is going to break under the pressure of somebody like Ben Askren. Ben Askren is not the machine to do that job. And that's just truly how I feel about that. Ben Askren is not the machine to do that job. And Ben Askren is doing it because he says he wants to make a bunch of money to just beat up a punk. And, uh, I mean, if he thinks it's going to be that easy, I think he's got another thing coming. But, hey, we'll see, man. If, if Ben Askren can prove me wrong, then that'll be hilarious. Jake Paul will have lost to the worst striker in MMA history. <laughs> Jake Paul will have lost to the worst. This is a big risk for Jake Paul, too. If he loses to this old man who can't even throw a punch, oh, God, his boxing career is over. His boxing career is over. Uh, Michael Chandler is fighting Dan Hooker. And, uh... Look, I haven't watched much of Michael Chandler fight. I mean, I've seen his classic against Eddie Alvarez. Uh, I saw him knock out Benson Henderson. But I, uh... I don't think that... I haven't seen enough of him to, to, to take him in this fight. I mean, he is the wrestler, and you're safe. You're, the safe bet is always on the wrestler. You always put your money down on the wrestler. Um but I believe that Dan Hooker was trying to fight Habib at one point and has been preparing for a wrestler I think that Dan Hooker is going to be able to defend the takedown and I think that this fight is going to go down on the feet uh, simply because from what I've seen of Michael Chandler he doesn't really just take people down on the ground and maul them but I haven't seen that much of him Right. um but i don't think that i don't i don't think that uh, i could i could take michael chandler in this fight i've seen a lot of dan hooker and the man is a bad mom mama, mama jama he's a bad mofo okay and i'm going to bet that he's been training for habib he's been training his takedown defense for habib um, and I, I'm going to bet that his physical stature, his size in, in comparison uh, uh, comparison to Michael Chandler is going to be um, a lot for Michael to handle. And I also want to see Dan Hooker win. I like Dan Hooker. I like Dan Hooker. And it's not that I don't like Michael Chandler. I mean, I, I mean, it's not that I don't like Michael Chandler, but I'm going to be straight up with you. I don't like Michael Chandler. <laughs> I don't know if it's because he's an outsider or what, but uh, he just feels... I just feel like he hasn't earned his... I, I, I just feel like he needs to earn my respect. That's that's basically how I feel. He needs to earn my respect, and he hasn't done that yet. So... So that's that. That's how I feel about him. He says that he's, a, he's like the worst nightmare for Conor McGregor, too. Um, but I don't think that's true I don't think that Michael Chandler is the kind of wrestler that Habib is and I think that Conor McGregor managed not to get himself eaten alive by Habib and I think that Conor McGregor has been working wrestling in the event that he ever has to fight Habib again I mean if he hasn't then he's an idiot I've said this multiple times and for that reason again I do not take Michael Chandler in these fights. I think that Michael Chandler has been fighting a different tier of of opponent a different level of competition and he's going to realize very quickly that this is the big leagues. Like These are not the same guys. Uh, My theory is that Conor McGregor over these past years has been working wrestling and ground game more than than everything else or at least more than he used to in the preparation for habib for that reason i don't think that he's you know michael chandler's default because he wrestles going to just beat the crap out of everybody you know but that's that's my opinion that's my opinion i'm 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 taking the the risky bet the safe bet is always the wrestler but That gets boring after a while, right? In any case, that's it for the podcast, man. There's nothing, it's not that serious. Like, there isn't really that much going on. There really is not that much going on, man. And if you guys have something you want me to talk about, you know, just let me know. Just just shoot some, some information my way. And I will, uh, I'll talk about it. Combat Addict out.